When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Explore a whole other world of cryptocurrencies with CoinSpot. With instant buying and selling with Aussie dollars, industry-leading security, and live chat support when you need it, it's no wonder CoinSpot is trusted by over 2 million customers. Visit coinspot.com.au and create your free account in minutes. It is four minutes after eight, and we are here for Bryden's Lawyers, the lawyers protecting your future. Uh, You can call them at any stage, 1-800-848-848. We encourage you to put that number in the speed dial just in case you need legal advice at any time. And we are here for Card.Gift, uh, the one-stop shop for all your gift card needs. And $50 FPOS gift cards are giving away to listeners every day of the program with thanks to Card.Gift. And we welcome network stations right now across New South Wales and Queensland every Monday morning from 8am. We are joined by the one and only Maddie Johns and Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith joins us from our Gold Coast studio. Good morning to you, Cameron. Good morning, fellas. How are we going? Yep, we're all good, Very mate. Very well. Very well. But Excellent. this part of the program we've been looking forward to ever since the election on Saturday. We're very lucky to have the very versatile Matthew Johns who Hello. You know, crunches the numbers. In fact, he was the first bloke to call the election on Saturday night. And I elbows got this. I've looked at the bellwether seats. He said to me on a text, uh, thanks to Chemist Warehouse for the biggest range of big brands at the lowest prices. Shop in store or online at Chemist Warehouse. Matty, you called it first Saturday night. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Vossi. Morning, Brandy. Morning, Cameron. I, uh, Matthew. I t- it's funny when you get to the politics. There's, there's always a type of person that's, that runs the, you know, the, we, we, the electoral when you turn up there. And mm. It's quite a hostile place. I, when I went through the... Um, <laughs> I said this on the show last night. When, when I walked up, you know when you get bombarded by people with their leaflets trying to force them onto you? Mm-hmm. Well, I've, yes. I've, got, I've got through the pack. And the last person there was this Greens guy, young guy. And I said, mate, really, should, should you really be handing out paper leaflets, giving you the greens? And he answered oh. back, mate, it's recyclable. And I answered, but that's not the point. I said, the very genesis of that paper was a tree being cut down, and uh, which he answered, good point. And I went, oh, yes. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something else. I, I thought it might have been what it used to be. Now, Brandy, just for our listeners joining in after eight, now what happened to you? You turned in to vote again. Tell the story. Friday, you go to pre poll. What happened? Yeah, well, 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 Tanya said, look, should vote, be- vote before Saturday. We had a big day, boys' rugby and rugby mm. league, and, and then on to work. So I, I ducked down to Warrywood to, to vote. And I got there and. I said, uh, you know, he said, what's your name? And he said, he had a look. He's looking. He said, do you go by Greg or Gregory? And, and I said, well, either one. Just try both. And he said, I, I, I can't find you anywhere. So he said, I said, what? So I'm not registered to vote. And he said, no, you're not. Um, wow. And I said, try my wife, Tanya. And, and he, he said, no, nah, she's nowhere either. So I, I had to actually become a person before I voted. Um <laughs> So we wiped from I, the I system. I wasn't under Brandy. 
I wasn't under brandy. I said, just try brandy just in case. So I've, I've put down an ale. <laughs> no, that, 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 that didn't float. Brandy. Uh, so I, I, could, I could have sat, I could have not voted and not been fined. I'm just, I was just off grid. I'm not, not registered. I am oh, now. Yeah. Anyway, it is amazing. You go, my, the whole was... system's amazing, Maddie. You go into a cardboard cutout mm. booth. Like mm. It's a cardboard cutout. You use a little pencil, like you're playing putt-putt golf. And you get, you know, this massive, you know, the, the upper house piece of paper and you've got to go around. I number every number because there's so many people I want to put last. I reckon the scrutineer really? and the bloke counting my vote, he looks at it and says, look at this, number one over there, two there, three. They just, he looks at the scrutineer and they say, you can throw that one. They don't count my vote, Maddie. Uh, the electoral process, did it, did it work? Did democracy come to the fore on the weekend, Matt? What's your take on the election? Oh, it's a d- democracy manifest as the great man um, on that, you had the bloke, uh, succulent Chinese meal. Uh, look, Vossi, the problem is if you go, it, it, I mean, if we go and get to, you know, you do it by computers, the problem these days is there's no doubt it'd be hacked. And so mm. I think it's the only system we can use. Pencil and paper. Now, ScoMo, will he appear again at a Cronulla game? This has been a question raised today. Brandy is very sceptical that now that ScoMo's been voted out, there's no... Uh, Brandy points to be gained by going to the rugby league. Nope. Won't be the Sharks game. Cameron, do you nah, believe gone. Fair weather was, fan. was Scomo nah, genuine? He's gone. Oh, never to be seen he's again. He's gone. Cameron Smith said he's gone. Never to be seen <laughs> again. Former Australian captain Cameron Smith said the Prime Minister yeah. will not be seen at Shark Park again. Nah, he's gone. Yeah. It, was, it was the beginning of the end when he tackled that little kid, I reckon, fellas. When he, <laughs> when he stumbled and he tackled that kid, that was that was it. The Australians said, no, we can't have him and, as our PM. Go and on. I'll be perfectly honest. With with rugby league sides, the next if he does turn up, the next time he turns up, the shed is to walk in. They'll say, "Brother, you're not the prime minister anymore. See you later." <laughs> well, that, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. What that, what is the state? Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to be the odd man out here. I'm going to say he does go to the games because when I've spoken to him on this program before, he did know his stuff. You know, he did rattle off players' names and how they'd played the previous season, have stats, and I don't think an advisor put that piece of paper in front of him. So I'm saying mm. he's a genuine fan, but. What happens now, Matt? And you are a former Shark, Matt. You had that wonderful uh, time there at Cronulla. Yep. Yep. Um, how, how does it work with politicians of a former kind? Or <laughs> well, anyone. T- anyone t- who's t- famous, who's not so famous, what happens? Well, I went to a show a little while ago. Anyway, he turned up and he walked up. And, I mean, it's not the first time this has happened. And actually called me Andrew. Uh, and, uh, yeah, true. And uh, then he apologised. And I was a little I was a little bit taken aback, and he said, uh, oh, sorry about that. Uh, anyway, how are you? And I said, because he caught a lot of flack at the time, and I said, a lot better than you're going. <laughs> I reckon it might be a similar situation uh, to Brandy when he went to vote. When he turns up at Shark Park to go get his VIP pass, I'll say, sorry, Scott who? Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we don't know you anymore, yeah. mate. Oh, well, that would be. Oh, that would be. Yeah, that would be. Did you boys have a sausage? Did you have a sausage when you voted, boys? There's been no. a few listeners say that it's so un-Australian you turn up to vote and there's no way you can buy a sausage sandwich. Cameron? Well, I had to do I had to do the early vote. I did the absentee vote because I, was, um, I wasn't in Queensland on Saturday. But no, there was no, there was no sausage sizzle on. Yeah, yeah I was the same. Well, I, did I, that, I that matter? Yeah, I voted. There was no, <laughs> no. sausage sizzle going. That's just poor. That's a, that's first. That's I, I, did, first I honestly, I, I didn't know it was such a big thing, Vossi. I, I didn't know that the sausage was such a big thing at, 
the polls. I'd, I'd never really heard of it. But then I wasn't registered either, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. You're not in the group. Uh, now, no. we, we're lucky to have Cameron Smith here. Now, you had an interesting relationship with referees mm. over your career, Cameron, and we had a moment on Saturday night, match of the round, yes. Roosters and Panthers, late in the game. Jared Wairia Hargreaves uh, with, a, uh, with a high shot uh, in the scoring mm. of try. It ended up an eight-point try to the Panthers on James Fisher-Harris. But then Jared's come up to the referee... He referred to Jared Sutton as bro, and then an expletive came out, and then he was into the bin. Have you got any advice for Jared? Is it that you don't call the referee bro? I think it may be bro. Yeah, I don't think it, I yeah. don't think it was the uh, expletives of such. I think Jared he may have took exception to being called bro. That's why he sent Jared to the to the sin bin. Now look, I only, I only went to I got sent to the bin well twice in my career. Once for talking to the referee, and that was with Matt Checkin at Sharp park actually um but no there was no expletives in my conversation and i didn't uh refer to matt as bro um but i was still sent to the bin so um <laughs> i think yeah what would happen on the weekend i think jared was just he, he was just a little bit frustrated he thought he was being targeted by the referees um which i think trent robinson uh, mentioned after the game as well i think uh probably the best thing for jared would just be to worry about footy not even think about being targeted because I don't think they are. Like seriously, no. they like referees can't go in the game targeting players. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it'll look after yeah. itself. We got him in the head. He did get him in the head. Yeah, he I mean, did. It wasn't he got the worst. I take you see. Yeah. He clipped him in the head as he scored. It was just a, it was just a black and white case of eight point try. That's what it's there for. In the act of scoring a try, you commit mm. an offence like that. It's going to be penalty. So then they get the second shot, bro. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to I'm going to butt in here and just give a, a golf update because it is drawing Ooh. to a close and it's 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 pretty oh, exciting stuff. Uh, the, yeah, the the, uh, the the Chilean who, who's a PGA rookie, Mito Pereira, is at six under the card. He's coming up the 16th, but the man that has made the move is Justin Thomas. Now mm. he's just hit his approach shot to the 18th and he's 12 foot away. He's at five under the card at the moment. Now if he can roll the putt in. He will finish with six under. That puts enormous pressure on Pereira, who is a PGA rookie, uh, who's got a par putt now. I'm going to I'm going to call that this as it goes. Uh, it's a sloping putt to the right. He, he's drained it. Pereira's drained it to get a par and stay at six under the card. Zalateros and Fitzpatrick are at four under, but it, it's going to come down to Pereira and Justin Thomas. And if Thomas can roll his birdie putt in at 18, that puts enormous pressure on Pereira. Very good gusto in that golf update, mm. um, Brandy. Well done. I think our listeners on the gusto. Yeah, it's, it's a major. Eight out of ten. It's a major. Yeah. Hey, Maddie, you talking to referees because you your your brother could be volatile. Yeah. Um, were you the placid one if it came to negotiating with a referee, Maddie? Any any instances where you lost your you know what with a ref? Well, see, I was saying honey attracts more bees than vinegar. So it was always nice to the referees. You sort of make make sure you're on side. <laughs> put your hand up. Yes, yes, sir. No problem. Yeah, I, I never had a really, I never had a problem with the referees. I got sent off. Maddie, so you were never simbinned or set? Were you a simbinned or sent off? Uh simbinned once, sent off twice. Yes, Ooh. got sent off. I hit poor old Scotty Petherbridge in the head once, uh, playing Norse with Petho, and I got mm -hmm. sent off. I went to the judiciary and said that, um, that I was, uh, I was charged with careless and reckless. I said it was reckless, but I did care. 
because I got him. And I said <laughs> that there was evidence beforehand that you actually said as he was about to get the ball, let's take his head off. And uh, which I said, oh, no, no, objection. I would never say something like that. And uh, another witness said, no, no, you definitely said it. So, yeah, cop two weeks. <laughs> Joey said that. Joey yes, was your witness. Yes. <laughs> he was the witness to it. No, you did say that. Did yeah. Joey lose his crap with refs? Did he speak oh, yeah, well a lot. to the refs? Yeah, very volatile. Extremely volatile. Yeah, there was a situation with Matt Checken one night. Remember, he got, I think he got a, a week suspension. We threw the mouth guard, started screaming mm. and yelling. Typical stuff. <laughs> All right, uh, we'd better get down to some serious here. football. Yeah, yeah there yeah. are. Now, well, Ursula's asking texts question coming you, in. Cameron. Yeah. Um, Ursula's text, we've been told for years about the next man up mantra of the storm. What happened mm. to their legendary depth if we now see their losses in terms of losing only a couple of players? Now, Cameron, again for the stats, Melbourne have lost the last two, uh, last two weeks 68 to 12. Mm. That's big. That's big. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, as far as, well, from a Melbourne Storm point of view, it is. And they're sort of, um, over the last you know, 20 years, I guess, you very rarely see a stat like that. But I think what Craig Bellamy said post-game, fellas, pretty much hit it on the head where, you know, he can cop being beaten um, or outplayed by opposition. But when a team out-competes, I think that's when he gets you know quite upset and uh, he mentioned that there was a handful of players out there that just stopped competing the other night. Um, and you could see the, the look on his face and his demeanour in, in the coach's box where usually he's, he's quite animated. I think he there was, a, there was a point in that match where I think he realised that there was no chance for Melbourne to win that game or even be in it. Um, so that... For me, that's the concerning part because when I think back to all of those matches where you know I played in the Melbourne Storm, or I've been viewing over the last twelve months, even with players out, that that te- that side's always in the match, no matter what. Um, but the last two weeks, with you know particularly Pappenhausen and Jerome Hughes out, they've just they've lost their way a little bit, and I think maybe too if you, if you listen to his comments. Last week, after they were beaten by Penrith, like because they're such a good side, and the games that they played in the lead up to the last two were against teams quite low on the ladder, and they've given them a proper shellacking. Like they scored 160 points in their previous three matches leading into the Penrith game. Maybe, maybe yeah. they weren't going as good as many people thought they were. Yep. yep. Which is, yeah, which is, uh, Maddie, yeah. Maddie, if you think back to last year, mate, like, yep. you know, they, they, they cruise into the semi-finals. They play Manly, who just really weren't prepared for that first-up battle in the semi-finals. We'll have a week off and then reach Penrith, and Penrith are they're, they're battle-hardened by that stage, and they get beaten in the prelim. So I think that was a very similar situation to what they find themselves in this year. You know, it's that's the six weeks going into the Penrith game. The average scoreline was Melbourne. I think it was forty-five-seven. And yeah. what we saw last year with the semi-finals, uh, that I think it was thirteen games in a row they won, and most yep. of those games were floggings. And that, mm. I, I actually about halfway through there on, we we're talking about last year. You could see yep. piece by piece their game just starting to well dismantle is not the right word, but that they they were starting to get sloppy around the edges. It's just not mm. it's not good practice, and and particularly like when I look at sides, you know, when you think of who am I going to tip. There's a formula I go with. If, if a side plays in 
you know, Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon conditions where it's dry and you can move the ball around. I find that they're really vulnerable when they go to nighttime conditions that are slippery and a little yep. wet. Uh, and vice versa, when you see sides playing difficult conditions, then suddenly they get a dry su- Saturday or Sunday afternoon, then they usually take off and Smithy spot on. They had that those two last games they played on the Sunday afternoon, they absolutely hammered sides. It was a canter, which made them vulnerable for the next two weeks. But I haven't seen a Melbourne Storm side, the wheels come off so bad as I did the other night against the Cowboys. Penrith at their best, Melbourne at their best, Matty. Uh, hypothetically, if they were playing right now, who are you picking? Uh, Penrith. Yeah, Penrith. Yeah. I, I, I just... The, the speed at which they're playing, um, combinations, just, you know, size, the energy and the youth in the pack, I go Penrith. What about you, Cameron? I throw it at you. And, and of course, mm. our listeners appreciate that you, you played your whole career for Melbourne. But I'm yep. asking you now as rugby league analyst, in yep. 2022, Melbourne at their best, Penrith at their best, who wins? Oh, look, I, I'd, I'd, yeah, look I'd have to say Penrith as well, Vossie. And, and that's, I'm, I'm being honest, and that hurts to say because I, I want that team to be Melbourne. But right now, and I've, and I've seen Penrith... Oh, half a dozen times this year live, they are they have been super impressive, and they've they've had a couple of you know sort of you know quiet weeks by their standards um, throughout this season. But when they've needed to turn it on, geez, they've been impressive. Like that that match against Melbourne in particular um, two weeks ago at Magic Round. Yeah, I don't think I've seen such a dominant performance all year by any side. They got yeah. after the break. Pull up your socks nominations Ooh. from Brandy, Cameron, and Matty for Underworks. A few people have to pull up their socks. You're going to hear that right here on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Cameron with us, and uh, Maddie Johns, of course, for Chemist Warehouse on this Monday morning. 26 after eight. Brandy at the golf desk. Uh, far up. We're getting serious now. Uh, yeah, we certainly are. And I just spoke about Justin Thomas, who put his uh, his second shot on 18 uh, to within about 12 feet of the, the pin. He missed his birdie putt. So he's finished with a uh, 67, three under the card, total five under. So he's one shot back from Pereira. But Mito Pereira, the, the PGA rookie, the Chilean, um, remains at six under and in the lead. And he's, he's done that over the last couple of rounds. It will be incredible if he hangs on, but it's his to lose now. He's, uh, he's hit his tee shot up 17. Zalateros is playing 18. He's also at five under the cart. So if he can birdie 18, Zalateros will uh, get to the, the, the six under mark that Pereira is. So, uh, yeah, fascinating finish here at uh, Southern Hills, Oklahoma in the US PGA. Oh, we'll come back to our studio now from Southern Hills. Um, uh, all day socks by Underworks <laughs> pass every comfort test. Time to pull up your socks. Nominations. I'll start with you, Matty. Uh, pull up your socks. It may be of a political type that you might want to have someone pull up their socks after the weekend. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I've, I've got to go with uh, my Newcastle Knights. Is that, uh, yes, a really worrying signs. Well, they've been there all season. Well, after the first two rounds, it's been a real concern. The other night when Adam Reynolds was ruled out and the fact that it was home and the fact that we, you know, it was one of those games you go, we've got to win. Well, I thought we would win without a doubt. And, uh, and fair play to the Broncos. They, they, they were good. Their second half was good. But, man, we were uh, Newcastle was so poor. Well, that's one mm. from the heart and the head wow. there. Matthew John, uh. so honest this morning. Cameron Smith, pull up your socks nomination for Underworks. Yeah, Vossie, look, this is a very soft or easy target, if you like. But the bunker, I thought they had a couple of 
ordinary ones on the weekend. The the, uh, the obstruction call in the Broncos uh, Knights game. I thought they got yeah. that. They, they that's just plain wrong. For the last ten years, when a when a sweep runner catches the ball on the inside of a lead runner or a, or, a, or a man hitting a hole, that's been an obstruction. They allowed that to play on. Um, I thought that was a huge call in the context of the game. And then the other one the other night where the on-field officials, they were, they were happy to allow the, uh, the Tui Pilotu tackle over on the right-hand sideline where he's coming across to make a, a try-saving tackle. Um, and I think, one, was, it, was, it, was it Perham? Was it Hayes Perham? He slipped over? Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah and they ended up, up penalising. And that, that really, that, they were up by four points at the time, Manly. And allowed Parramatta to come back in the game. I just, I thought that was, I thought that was a huge call in the context. Given, given, given there were there were like, and I quote Luke Patton after he he said after the game, Tui Plotu was aiming his his target was the body, and circumstances then changed where the Parramatta player slipped and lowered his level, which which made him make contact a little bit higher. Yeah, crazy, no, crazy stuff. Quick one from you, Brandy. Have you got one? Uh, yeah. You got one for Underworks? Without a doubt, with, without a doubt, um, South Sydney. South Sydney need to mm. pull their socks up. They, they, they're, they're a shadow of their, their former selves. I know they're missing Latrell and Cam Murray, but they, they were disinterested yesterday. Yeah, all-day socks by Underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourself. The Rabbitohs' next opponent is the Tigers. Lose that. You started talking about the uh, Rabbitohs not even making the top eight this year. Got plenty more. Fire in your questions for Cam and Maddie here on the text line 0457 736 736. They will be indeed. As we say, Fletcher's take on the election will be a must-listen this afternoon on SEN. Look, we start the last half hour. Of course, Cameron Smith with us on a Monday morning. Maddie John's with us thanks to Chemist Warehouse for the biggest range of big brands at the lowest prices. Shop in store or online at Chemist Warehouse. Um, Greg Alexander looks after the golf desk. I've got the monkeypox desk. Um, there's no background What's music the for the monkeypox. The update is so Israel, Switzerland and Austria have all reported cases of monkeypox in the last 24 hours. So we've now got 15 countries that have had cases of mm. monkeypox. There's the monkeypox update for you. No sponsor attached uh, to I, it. I, I, I had an <laughs> unmissable moment. Um, my unmissable moment was Mitch Moses kicking the, the goal to win the mm. game. Uh, John from Harrington Park, and Cameron, as a goal kicker, I'll, I'll bring you into this. He says, I don't want to be a killjoy, but pressure to me is when you have to kick a goal to either level the score or hit the lead. The worst thing w- would have happened if Moses missed the conversion would have meant that they were still level and gone to golden point. John mm. from Harrington Park. Uh, do you agree with that, Cam? Oh, not so much, no, because... No, you don't particularly. I, I you, you don't. So. You don't. You don't particularly want the game going to Golden Point. You want to win the match for your team. That's what. That's what you're out there trying to do for 80 minutes, and that's what you're paid to do. So, I, I think there's probably there's the same amount of pressure on both. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I'd approach that kick um, if if I was looking to tie it up or or go ahead the same way in both kicks. Mm. Will, That's right. So, so you would have to bit. say that, that that kick from Mitch Moses was was a pressure kick because mm. he, yeah. he he had the chance to win the game for his team. That's, That's like, right. It's simple as yeah. that, John. Is Come it? On. Is it? Is you, it less being pressure, a killjoy. boys? You are, you are being yeah. a killjoy. Is it less pressure though, <laughs> being on the sideline, boys? Like if it was ten meters from yeah. centre, I reckon yeah. that's probably more of a pressure kick than one sitting on the sideline. Yep. 
Agreed, well, well Brandy, Brandy, Brandy kicked goals too, and so he'd understand this. There's, there's less expectation from a sideline, right? There's an area yep. on the field, though. So, so anywhere from in front of the post, um, <clears throat> 10 metres either side of the post, you, you're yep. pretty much expected to get all of those. <clears throat> in between the sideline and that area I just spoke about, though, that's the area where you should get them, but it's still a difficult kick, yeah. isn't it, Brandy? Yeah. And and people and people can live with if you miss that goal, well, you know that's a, that's a really tough kick. Well, Adam Reynolds mm. grand final, yeah, yeah, year. that's right, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Look, there know, seems to be the sideline. There seems to be, and I might be completely wrong. You probably am, but there seems to be like a, a real. There's one tough spot on the field, which for you, Cameron, would be ten to fifteen meters from centre. On your on your left side, on your bad side, yeah. seen, I see a lot of guys miss from that spot. A goal, a goal when they set it, they go, "Oh, he'll just knock this over." But that seems to be mm. the spot just about there, the tough one. Yep. Now, uh, pull up your socks. Nominations from our uh, listeners. Pull up your socks uh, for Underworks. Pull up your socks, uh, Christina Keneally. Uh, there you go. People saying, will she sell her house in Fairfield now that she didn't win the seat? Uh, that was a great uh, observation. Um, this one, uh, hi guys, I agree. Souths need to pull up their socks. Too many errors and missed tackles again. Now, Jeremy, it's from, um, he says, if you were JD, Jason Dimitro, what would you do? So what's the fix between yesterday and playing the Tigers this week, Matty, for the Rabbitohs? If you, if you were in charge of the team this week, where, where's your focus? What do you get them doing? I would actually consider putting Cody to fullback for a week. I, mm. I would I would do that to try to stimulate Cody's running game. And I, I know Brandy Gus used to do similar with you sometimes to just relieve you of all those ball playing duties and try to stimulate your running game. And I think that's what Cody I think that would help Cody. I think it'd take him a little bit away from trying to finesse the ball and push the side around the park and maybe put Blake Taff and Ilias simplify things a little bit. I think there's too much block-to-block-to-block to block to block formation and just try to get get Cody going that way because if Cody starts to, get, starts to get going, things will happen. Three or four yeah, tries they, a game. They need it? Cody. He does. Let's face yeah, it. They that's need what him happens. to get going. Yeah, yeah they, need, they need Cody to get going. Cody was, Question he for was very disappointing yesterday. I, you know, Cody just didn't put himself into the game and, and that mm. could free him up, Matty. That's right. Play him at fullback and and that forces him to run the ball. It, it, yep. it takes all that, the pressure off what he needs to do around the ruck. Um, but they certainly need Cody his best. And they, they seem to come up, if, if it's not a block play out the back to Cody and he can't put someone in a hole, they uh, seem to be short of ideas otherwise. They do. They now, there's do, another Brandy. question for Matty here, Brandy. It is a bit random, but that's pretty much the, the, the hour that we have. It, it can get a bit random. Uh, from Steve, Matty, what's better, Sizzler or Lego? Ooh. Sizzler, I got on this that place. Yeah, this that place. <laughs> we were the, when we were at the Knights, they you, they gave, they used to give us free Sizzler. So mate, we were there for we were there at lunchtime, and then we were there at dinner time, and actually got to the point we didn't even worry about lining up. We just used to walk through the uh, exit and just straight <laughs> wow. in, take a seat. Wow, that it was is, all happening, mate. Mix and mash, might have the hibachi chicken, and look, throw a bit of a side of the of the prawns. <laughs> it was, it really was a great place. Uh, cheese toast. Did, did you always oh, use the tongs? Can, did you always use the tongs when you went up to the you know the salad bar? Always. Look, I'd like to say, say yes, you mixed, but uh, you but in, mate, in fact, 
During the Super League war, right, we had an out in our... It, it, when Gus signed myself and Andrew to the ARL, we had a 24-hour clause to get out. And with an hour to go, we were at Sizzler, and, I, and the manager came up and tapped me and said, mate, there's a phone call for you in the kitchen. And I walked in, and Ken Cowley had tracked me down at Sizzler. Yeah, I was having a conversation with Ken Cowley in the kitchen of Sizzler, right? And after I hung up, yeah, the, the boss, uh, well, the manager at Sizzler said, who was that? And I said, mate, it's the boss of News Limited. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's quite strange. Now, here comes the best text we've ever had. Okay, this is from Anthony Cameron. Sit back and enjoy this because this means you are famous. Um, Anthony says, fellas, watching the golf on Saturday morning, the Aussie commentator, while talking about Cam Smith, the golfer, said he has now leapfrogged Cam Smith, the footballer, in popularity (laughs) in Australia. And to describe who Cam Smith, the footballer, was to the American audiences, he compared you, the footballer, to, believe it or not, Tom Brady. I nearly choked on my no camera pop. Way. Your socks, the commentator on the goal. You are the Tom Brady of Australian sport. What's your back? No balance? way. <laughs> but, uh, well, listen, um, yes. listen. I uh, I'll put it this way. I haven't got a five hundred million dollar uh, uh, broadcast contract at the moment. No. So, <laughs> I, I like, actually, uh, like Brady yeah. just signed, Matty. <laughs> I actually heard it. I heard it. It wasn't Tom Brady. It was Greg Brady. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's a bit more believable. Yeah, uh, I've got one here for the boys. Uh, I'd be interested to see what the goat and Maddie thought of this Queensland backline: Ponger at fullback, mm. Cobbo and Coates on the wings, Holmes and Gagai in the centres, Munster five eight, and DCE the halfback. Mm. Who was that text from? Was it was uh, it B Slater? That, that was yeah, <laughs> Billy Slater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, look, that's pretty. Mate. That's that's a, that's a pretty good um, backline there. Um, and, and all those players in great form. How good is Selwyn Cobbo going? Just oh, quietly. Oh, wow, oh. Selwyn Cobbo is incredible. Really, yeah. I'd, I said I'd, I'd have him in my side. I, I know he's young, and there's a there's a, a number of options that Queensland have. For the mm. wing spot, uh, Oates is in good form. Uh, Murray Talangi's playing great. Uh, Selwyn yeah. Cobbo's just a – he's unique. He's unique. Yeah. I played with uh, – at Wigan, I played with Steve Renoff. And when Pearl would step or fend off, like he, you would actually see him accelerate. Like you, like literally with with Steve Renoff, you would mm. see like – you know, people say players have got different gears. You would see that with Pearl. You'd see him travelling – and then he'd just go bang and go away. And let's, like, there's a lot of GI about Cobbo, that left-handed yeah. carry, but there's little moments of Steve Renoff where he fends someone off and you just see him find another gear. Man, like the I other night, you see young players sometimes and you go, oh, they've gone from being a player of talent to being a superstar. Oh, that yeah. was Cobbo the other night. Well, he, he did that, if you remember, a few weeks ago when, when they were playing the Rabbitohs down at um, Homebush, Matty, and he, and he took that... Was it the? I don't know if he took the high ball or an intercept, and he fended Alex Johnston. He fended yep. Alex Johnston off, and then went away from him. Like yeah. he ran about seventy-five, eighty meters. But you're thinking, well, Alex Johnston, he's one of the fastest oh. blokes in the competition. But he just he his strides just he was putting meters gonna, on him every stride. I know they're going to take their time with him. Well, I imagine they will. But when he goes back to fullback, it'd be like yeah. the impact. Like I remember Brandy went when. Uh, 
GI's first game at South at fullback, he was playing in the centres and he was going pretty good. But then Penrith one day they put him at fullback and oh mate, he was just devastating. Remember he ran over uh, Lachlan Kurt and they're still trying to find Lachlan's teeth. And Penrith, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> he's just. Uh, yeah. no, I was just going to say, I'll yeah, say no, this. I thought the, the try by Xavier Savage yesterday for Cameron, when you talk about blokes running and young oh, talent, man, mm. now you talk about acceleration. Yeah. That may be the quickest I've seen off the mark in the competition. Xavier yeah, Savage he, just... He ran 10-5, the... didn't he? So Xavier Savage yeah. ran as a schoolboy, he ran 10-5, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. that's he, he something. So we've got, between... got Tolu Kola at Manly running his times, Brandy. You know from the Northern Beaches, the, the raps on Tolu Kola. I mean, now more yeah. than ever, we need a fastest man in rugby league race. More yeah. than ever. <laughs> yeah, it would be good, wouldn't it? You know, with Fox and Xavier Coates and, and those two. Uh, yeah, yeah. Savage's run yesterday, he split... Tom Burgess and Paul Liam Knight, they, they were standing there. They, they weren't far from each other, but they, they were like yeah. they were nailed to the ground. They just sort of watched him run past. And yeah, he's, a, he's a very exciting player. You know what, if I was Ricky, I'd, I'd have him at fullback. I'd, I'd start him at fullback. Well, you know, the watching him yesterday, I reckon, I reckon the way Canberra played yesterday, I think there's a bit of food for thought there for Jason Dimitri because Canberra's season was going nowhere. And watching how they play in the last couple of weeks, and particularly yesterday, I reckon Ricky's just gone said, well, the way, the way we're going about things, we're going nowhere. I'm just going to completely take the shackles off them and just say, get out there and go for it and enjoy your football. Because yesterday, mate, they were on, mate, they were on, just on fire from the, from the, from the opening kickoff. They were moving the ball around, playing with a smile on their face, completely different side to what they were a month ago. Yeah, great observation. Matty Johns, Cameron Smith here on a Monday morning. Matty, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. A break and more of your questions coming through. A million of them on the text 0457 736 736. Well, there's been a calamity in the Gulf if you're a Chilean. Uh, Brandy, bring us up to date from the Gulf desk. It's, it's oh boy, it's a drama. Yeah. Yeah, Vosimito Pereira, who has held it together um, for the last couple of rounds. He's led. He had a three-shot lead coming into the last day and looked like all he had to do was par. Now, I, it, all he had to do was par the 18th. Come, coming up the 18th, it was a bad drive. He put it into the stream, took a drop. Uh, his approach shot went over the back of the green. He then had to get up and down, and he couldn't. So he's double bogeyed the last hole. So he's been in the lead for 36 holes. Double bogeyed the last to finish at four under the card along with Cameron Young. So that means the golfers in the clubhouse already, Justin Thomas and Will Zalateros, uh, will go to wow. a playoff. So Matty White crashed oh, on the last. nine and 12 will follow all of that. Now, Cameron Smith, a referee of the week. We've really kept them waiting this week. Who's the referee <laughs> of the week? Do we, have, we don't have the intro anymore, do we? Ref of the week, Cameron. That's gone. No, I'm going to go Ashley Klein. I... Uh, he did the game yesterday, Gold Coast Titans versus Sharks, and just no controversy. So I'm going to go Ashley Klein. He just he did a really good job, kept the teams apart, let them play a bit of footy. It was a great game of footy, actually. Um, Put a lot of effort so into Ashley that, Klein. that there, Cameron. Well done. Well done. That's Ash fantastic. Klein. Well done, Ash Klein. Now, the birthday game. Before we finish, boys, three-way go. Mm. I've got three famous people here. You've got to guess their birthday. Uh, Paul mm. Sirenen, Matty Johns, is celebrating Ooh. a birthday today. Big Ciro. How old yep. is Ciro? I would say that Ciro would be, uh, I'd say 60. 60, all right. Brandy, you played a bit of footy with Ciro. How old? Oh, look, I, I played and played with Ciro for, for, since we were, you know, 15 years old. So I, I know exactly how old 
Paul Serenin is. Uh, he's 57. Mm. Cameron, do you believe that Brandy's telling the truth? Because he's a bit of a I'm, bullshitter from time, Cameron. Listen, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, no, no, listen, I'm going to go with Brandy on that one. <laughs> yes, Ciro is 57. Sorry about that, Matty. Brandy had a bit of insider trading, but I don't think any of you will know this one. Unless, if you've got a story about Liz Hayes, I'll be very surprised. How old is Liz Hayes today, Cameron Smith? Liz Hayes, oh, how old's Liz? Goodness. I'm going to say um, Liz is 68. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I, I, Nervously. I, nervous. Brandy, very nervous. I'm, Brandy? I'm, I'm going to be a little uh, kinder to Liz. I'm going to go 67. Yeah. 67. And Maddie, you want to be a little kinder to Liz? Click yeah, click I'll not. be like kinder. 42. <laughs> I don't want to leave you in there. No, she's clickety click 66. And here we go for double points. So if you get this, you can beat uh, Cameron and uh, Brandy. Maddie, I'll leave you last. Joan Collins. Now, she's getting on. I will give you that much. She is Joan getting Collins. on in years. Joan Collins. How old is Joan Collins, Brandy? Oh, Jackie Collins. Well, she was younger. So, Joan's, Joan's got to be uh, Joan's got to be 81. Right. Okay, 81. Mm. Cameron, Joan Collins gonna, for double points. Uh, yeah, I'll say, I'm, I'm going to say 79. Oh, boy. Maddie, oh, I'm geez. just going to. Because I'm in your camp, Maddie. She's a lot older than that. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> Joan Collins, I reckon that she would be, say, about 88, I reckon. Oh, she's 89 today. Oh, sorry about that, So Cameron oh. and Brandy win the birthday game this week. Maddie John's a big donut. Maddie, yes. have a great week, my friend. Always Thanks, great guys. having you on the show. Looking forward to all your content on Fox League and, of course, Morning Glory right here on SE on Friday. You're brought to us by Chemist Warehouse. Au revoir, old bean. See you later, Vossi, Brandy, goat. Thank you, Matthew. Well, and Cameron, you're in, <laughs> you're, uh, your, your input today has been fantastic. And Ash Klein Thank is actually you. on the text saying, thanks, Cam. No oh, worries, mate, Ash. He said. Good thanks, on you, Kleiny. Thanks, Vinny. <laughs> okay, there we go. Seven minutes to nine, breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.